0: I'm James Brierton, and thanks again for being subscribed to the audio podcast feed from the Carolina Weather Group. What you're about to hear is an audio conversation between our Jared Smith and Scotty Powell for Thursday night's live YouTube discussion called Let's Talk Carolina Weather, where they're talking about the chances of seeing snow across the Carolinas Friday evening into Saturday morning. A reminder, there are two ways to actually watch this broadcast and take part in the visuals that they're sharing. If you're listening to me right now on Spotify, you actually have the option to turn on video as a part of the audio podcast distribution on
1: Spotify. We're participating in a pilot program that allows us to marry the video with the audio. If you're listening on, say, Apple Podcast, that's not a choice for you, but you can always
0: find the Carolina Weather Group this episode and more on our YouTube channel. Just search the Carolina Weather Group on YouTube. Here now is Thursday night's conversation with Jared and Scotty. All right, everybody, good evening. Jared Smith here from Charleston, South Carolina, and I've got Scotty Powell with me all the way up in the foothills of North Carolina, hailing from Morganton. Uh, this is uh, Let's Talk Carolina Weather for, guess what, another round of snow. So we're going to have a little bit of fun here today. This is uh, It's always
1: nice to talk about winter weather, Scotty, when we are not having to deal with ice. Yes, it makes it a whole lot easier to deal it, with when... It, you can forecast either it's going to snow or rain. You don't have to worry about the in-between stuff.
0: <laughs> it, it really helps, man. It really, really helps. So what we're going to do, um, let's let's take you through the weather situation. Let's take you. We got some winter weather uh, alerts now up from the National Weather Service in the far western and the far eastern ends of North Carolina. And um, and, and then we'll go into uh, what looks like it's going to go down. So without further ado, let's go ahead and go over to the observations this evening so we are already getting very chilly we're already at a um, 28 degrees at a uh, jefferson ash county airport here 40 degrees in charlotte inside the uh, urban heat island i think i don't know if that's a, if that's a real thing cuz the surrounding stations are at 31 and 31 at rock hill maybe that's a little heat heat island thing going on there um, i
1: i could tell you, it's yeah. it's pre- i just brought my dog inside it's it's pretty cold the frost is already starting to set in on, yeah. on the grass so you can see it
0: yeah, I'm, so I'm not sure about that 40. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, 34 at Greenville, 34 at Columbia, 39 at Charleston. Getting colder here, but you will notice these high clouds beginning to stream in, and that's going to cut off some of that uh, radiational cooling overnight. That should help blanket things a little bit, at least in eastern South Carolina. Uh, but still, getting into the 20s. Uh, getting into the 20s. It's uh, far uh, far east as Raleigh here. Uh, 30 degrees at Raleigh-Durham, 30, uh, 27 degrees at Triangle North Executive, uh, Outer Banks, Hatteras, 40 degrees. That's where you're gonna warm spots are going to be. Same Myrtle Beach. So, uh, again, we're watching this closely. We are keeping an eye on the just on a trough of low pressure that is uh, making its way. And I'll turn the water vapor on. Let me turn the let me turn the radar stuff off real quick, and I'll turn off the observations too, just so y'all can see. Um, we do have a we do have a disturbance that's coming down, um, generally around the Rockies, moving into the uh, moving into the Midwest here, and that is going to help kick off some snow showers in the mountains uh, coming into tomorrow, and eventually as that trough moves eastward, so it shall be for Charlotte, and we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, meanwhile, we're also going to be watching areas. Uh, We're going to be we're going to be watching uh, spots generally to the uh, to the south here as we expect a low pressure system to develop sometime tomorrow off of the coast of Florida. As this low pressure system develops and moves up the coast, it could it'll spread rain showers and um, generally on the coastal side of the coastal side of South Carolina, North Carolina, the wraparound could be cold enough for snow. We're still in a moisture chasing cold thing, but or cold chasing moisture. I always get that backwards. But it's looking interesting. So, so we'll we'll see how this goes. So let's let's get into the uh, let's get into the winter weather alerts and and you can see that we already have winter weather advisories, winter storm warnings above uh, thirty five hundred feet uh, in the mountains, and we have a winter storm watch in the far northeast corner of North Carolina right now. So we're already getting into Um, You know, we're starting to see those advisories get issued. I suspect that we're going to see additional winter weather advisories come up overnight as the weather service uh, nails down the impacts a little bit more, the impact forecast. And um, I would not be surprised to see winter weather advisories stretch into much of South Carolina, including possibly the low country of South Carolina. I know that's going to be very exciting for a lot of you. Um, The snow is the fun story. The other story, though, is the cold. And we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, so let's uh, let's dig into the um, the expected snowfall. Let's let's do the fun stuff, Scotty. You know, let's just do the fun stuff.
1: Yeah. And- that's all everybody caring cares about anyway. <laughs> I-,
0: I think you're right. So yeah, so so we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a look right now at the um, at the uh, snowfall amounts here, and this is the Weather Service forecast as of about six forty. For the entire state of North Carolina, all of the weather forecast offices coming together and puts together this forecast. So generally speaking, about one to two inches, two to three inches um, north of Charlotte, one to two inches in the Charlotte area, two to three inches in the mountains um, around Boone. um, Generally a dusting in, in uh, in southwestern North Carolina and a dusting in southeastern North Carolina. Could still see one to two inches around elizabeth city and that has some that actually has a very high end like boom potential there um a graphic i don't have here um the weather service says it could go if, if it booms if it goes really well it could go you know, you know four to six inches uh up around elizabeth city it's all it's all, all depending on the position of the low which we'll take a look at the models in a minute but um but this is a th- this is pretty good and i've seen some you know some additional forecasts from. Folks like Brad Panovich and others uh, starting to hone in on the idea of a snow band setting up somewhere in central North Carolina. And I think that's where this uh, this expanded uh, area of two to three inches comes from near Greensboro. But uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit, because that's a very interesting scenario there. Looking into South Carolina, a little bit less of an impact there. But you can see per- perhaps a dusting as far south as Somerville, South Carolina, Monk's Corner, uh, up to an inch is entirely possible. Um Probably not that much, but but certainly a dusting, certainly something that um, is, uh, you know, kind of, you know, conversational flakes, as I call them. Uh, no, it's not your friend who won't text you back. It's conversational snowflakes. <laughs> um, as you get further north, though, you get into Rock Hill, you can see one to two inches up there pretty easily, especially as the uh, the upper low wraps through. And again, we're going to talk about all of that here. Right meow. Uh, going over to the uh, let me get over to the future cast and so let's uh, let's look at this, this is the new high res rapid refresh again we're kind of in range of that model at this point we like to use this model um, this this model generally is a good uh, is a good tool to visualize what we think is going to happen and it certainly and it certainly seems like that we've got um we got you know some fun Some fun coming up, but also some deep, bitter cold. And we'll
1: get into that here in a second. Yep. And Jared, to hop in on that, um, the H triple R. Um, has really done well with these last few events so um you know yes. sometimes it can be kind of flaky in and out but uh, you know it, it's really hit the last couple of events pretty well so it, it's definitely worth taking note what it says
0: yes absolutely and um, you know so for those of you who did not expect to see another snowfall this season guess what it's coming uh, as we start here this is the uh this is a valid uh, tomorrow morning at uh, 7 a.m here you can see the snow showers going from Nashville up to Pittsburgh here this is in, in a association with that upper trough that'll be digging down into the south you can see the the orange lines here that's a 500 millibar heights Um, and that upper trough is going to dig in and as it as it does so it's going to force you know some additional you know snow eastward we're going to start to see maybe a little bit of orographic lift here Uh, and that will kick off some snow showers uh, plenty of snow showers in the mountains starting out as rain generally uh, in the foothills and points east uh, but that will change over to snow as we get into eight, nine o'clock here. So this is nine o'clock. So we have the f- one feature of note, the upper trough that is um, that really starts to dig uh, as it gets closer to the Carolinas. You can see that uh, again, I got the, the 500 millibar heights in the orange up here. Um, and for those of you listening on the audio podcast, you know, we are. Um, you know, we're, we're taking a look right now at a, at a, a really strong trough digging uh, digging in well in Knoxville, Birmingham, Atlanta, and this is helping to create some forcing uh, for a, a decently widespread snow. I mean, maybe even Washington, D.C. could get in on it. They have the famous snow hole there, uh, but it looks like they're going to get in on this, on this a little bit. And as time goes on, we get into uh, seven, uh, nine, ten o'clock. We also see low pressure forming offshore. This low pressure is. Pretty far offshore on this model run. Um, this is probably where it's going to end up. However, I will note that when we turn the winds on here, um, it could make a. It could. It it has a shot at making a decently close pass to the outer banks, and that's where we could see some gustier winds. And we do have small craft advisories going up uh, for at least the South Carolina coastal waters, and I would probably expect to see additional marine headlines issued, getting into North Carolina. So here's um. So here's midnight on Saturday. And you got, you know, so you got pretty solid snow showers, Charlotte up through uh, Greensboro into Washington here. A few uh, on the wraparound here as the upper low begins to coalesce. You have some rain showers further to the east. But as we go through time, um, this wraparound moisture seems to hang around. And as we get into 7 a.m. on Saturday, we do see the potential for some snow showers making it all the way as far south as potentially Charleston, South Carolina. So that's places like Ridgeville. That's um, Monk's Corner. We had that question about Ridgeville earlier. And uh, and uh, yeah, it, it's certainly possible. It's not a given. I, I I will say that it's not a given because we're going to be dealing with a situation where we're going to have, again, uh, cold chasing moisture. And, and as the. As the low pressure departs and the trough swings through it, it, that moisture is going to be scoured out pretty fast there's a lot of dry air moving in a lot of arctic air moving in and so that's going to you know that's going to make it difficult and it's going to be a second and it's going to be a second you know it's it's not going to last terribly long but high-res models generally do have some snow showers in eastern south carolina so we've had questions about florence for example Florence, yeah, it looks like you're, you could very well see some snow showers. Generally speaking, if uh, northern South Carolina, generally along I-20 north, you're going to be, you know, you probably have a really good bet at this. And, and we'll see, and we may very well wake up to snow showers going on in Myrtle Beach and Raleigh uh, to Elizabeth City as time goes on. And so we get to, um, you know, and, and as we get into uh, one o'clock, though, uh, we start to see that Arctic air really punch out. that low pressure system begins to depart. May still see some flurries hanging around in the southern part in, in parts of the outer banks here, but that wind is really going to start howling there. You can see the 25 and 30 knot barbs there um, and uh, and so that's going be uh, that's going to be very interesting so um, along the outer banks there. so it's going to be windy day. Uh, on Saturday and the other thing that, you know, and I've been teasing this, and this is the other thing that I want to bring up as I switch over to temperatures here. Uh, it's going to be getting pretty cold. Um, these are two meter temperatures here. Uh, talking, talking mid twenties at noon in Charlotte, we are talking freezing at, (laughs) we're talking freezing at Wilmington at noon, potentially, um, Charleston area, 38, 37, further south into Beaufort and Hilton Head, you're probably going to one, miss out on the snow. Uh, and two, you're going to get it to at least the 40s. So if you're looking for a great summer vacation uh, in <laughs> winter, that's where you're going to go because it's going to certainly feel that way um, as time goes on. So we, we'll move on here and you can see the purples, the deep purples here. That's the teens, folks. That is, uh, that is very, very cold temperatures in the mountains there, you know, 14, 15 degrees. So... Definitely a bona fide Arctic blast making its way into the area Raleigh by, uh, by 7 o'clock at Raleigh with at the end of the model run here. you are going to be in the, the mid-20s easily. We're going to see freezing temperatures very quickly build in uh, as far south as uh, Edisto Island, in South Carolina, Orangeburg, uh, up over to Barnwell, uh, Allendale, and uh, points north and west. So again, we have a very bitterly cold air mass coming in. Sunday morning is going to be exceptionally cold. We could see some teens as far as far south as the I-95 corridor, uh, so that's something that we're going to want to watch very closely um, uh, for potential uh, cold weather risks and maybe even some windshield problems as well. So certainly, uh, certainly, nothing, uh, yeah, yeah, nothing too crazy, nothing we can't handle. Uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, but Scotty, it's, it, it's quite a, uh, it, it, it's going to be quite an adventure, that's for sure, as we uh, watch this storm get through there so what's a scuttlebutt that you're hearing up in the foothills
1: yeah so um it's going to be one of those crazy events i saw a comment earlier um someone said they're going to take a shot every time we say now casting so i'll start the first one with sun drop here (laughs) (laughs) got my Um, blast ready to go yeah i got the sun drop so i've already taken my shot of sun drop but uh you know this is going to be one of those crazy events um this band of snow uh, that sets up over the western piedmont central north carolina area um wherever that band sets up it's going to determine really who sees the sweet spot in in those higher snowfall amounts outside of the mountain so you put that band and you adjust it to 20 50 miles one way or the other and a lot of people could get a lot of unexpected snow and then some people are expecting to get snow may not get any at all. So, uh, it really is going to come down to now casting. So I'll take another drink right there yeah. and say <laughs> that, uh, that, you know, we're going to have to watch, watch that band tomorrow because these upper level lows, Jerry, you know how they are? We call them mm-hmm. upper level, low weather, man's woe. Yep. And, uh, they're just so unpredictable. So, you know, that will really be the caveat. Another thing that I'm interested about tomorrow, the temperatures at least Model-wise, guidance-wise, they're saying, you know, we could get into the mid-40s. So how quickly do we get that column of air to cool off? You know, if it takes a couple of hours to get that column below freezing, then, you know, you're losing your snowfall accumulation as well. So Mm -hmm. uh, there's still some questions up in the air of just how much snow is going to fall. But I think if you live anywhere in the North Carolina mountains, and if you take, uh, honestly, from the foothills on east, uh, you'll probably see some snow. Some people just may see snow falling from the sky. Other people may see snow accumulating on the ground. So it's just we're going to have to figure out where that where that ideal zone is uh, throughout uh, tonight and first part of tomorrow. And we can really yeah. hone in on that area and really make sure that they're ready, prepared. Because as you were showing, Jared, those temperatures are going to be extremely cold uh, Saturday morning. So whatever does fall, snow, or even if it's rain that's not dried up You know, by the time, uh, all the precipitation's over, we could still see some slick spots in those areas too. So travel uh, definitely will be a concern as we go into later into Friday night, into the first part of Saturday. And for a lot of places, he- even here in the foothills, we may not get above freezing on Saturday. So it's going to be a cold, bitter, windy day, breezy as well. So wind chills are going to be in the teens and the 20s, single digits up in the mountains. So it's going to be real wintry feeling around here on Saturday with snow or without snow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think the, the, the message that I want to take away here, folks, is that is that while the snow forecast is still somewhat up in the air, and we and we you know we are still kind of figuring out the exact things um, <clears throat> that we are we are still figuring out the exact things. the The question is not going to be necessarily around snow. Is like the you know that, that that's going to be you know kind of a side effect of this the cold is the certainty the cold is the thing that we know is coming and is going to be with us for a few days um, so it, you know prepare it, accordingly
1: it really is and, and jared this is one of those situations where um you may have a couple of inches still on the ground and your neighbor or your family member that lives 10 50 miles down the road to the east or to the west May not have anything at all, so it's it. It's one of those almost kind of like you, you know. I'm, I'm thinking of it more like those summertime pop up storms. You know, yep. some areas get a lot of rain, some areas don't get any at all. So yep. we'll just have to kind of play that by ear and see how it pans out for tomorrow.
0: Yeah, the interaction with the trough and the lower and the surface low are going to be interesting. And again, for those of you, I mean, this this, you know, we're talking about this as a relatively minor event here in the Carolinas, and it is going to be a relatively minor event here in the Carolinas. If you, if you got travels up in new England, look out. Yeah. They're going to get thumped. You want to talk about a thump of snow. They're going to get thumped. I've seen forecasted to 24 inches up there.
1: I still haven't figured out what a thump is. I'm I'm still wanting, we're going to, we're going to debate this one night when all this winter weather gets over, we're going to ask you guys, what is a thump of snow? But yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right, Jared. I mean, they're. There's not been a lot of uh, big snowmakers up in the Northeast over the last couple of years. I think we're going to make up for that up in oh, that yeah. part. Of
0: the yeah, they're about to get one. the The, the modeled low pressure on that that is absolutely nuts. Um, but the good news is, again, no ice, no freezing rain. We're going to have the the. We're not in a situation where we have a wedge of high pressure moving southward across the area. We are going to be in a situation which that with that very shallow layer of cold air atop, beneath a warmer layer of air. We're not going to have that this time. And that is good. Um, we are gonna have cold air advecting in from the Northwest, um, which will facilitate a change from rain to snow. A couple spots could see maybe a brief bit of freezing rain, a brief bit of sleet as the transition happens. We'll see, you know, again, it's it's impossible to know with that real time analysis of the uh, of the the column of air, uh, what exactly the precipitation type is going to be. I mean, we found this out last Friday when we actually had a little bit of snowfall in places like North Charleston. Um, That was not based on the warm nose that was impossible um, but things happen but that being said yes I think we are going to be just fine on the ice front uh, thank you to Vera for that question I'm very grateful that we're not dealing with ice because that is the last thing that I think anybody wants to deal with after we had bridge closures all weekend because of ice falling from mm-hmm. the Ravenel
1: in Charleston so I think we're we are done with that um we got some new winter storm watches coming out just seeing it scroll okay. up here this is going to be for the northeast part of north carolina so we'll see those populate mm-hmm. here in just a minute but
0: yeah and that, that sounds about right i mean that that probably extension it's probably raleigh getting in on the act now the, the winter storm watches that were up for war from morehead city and wakefield so we'll have raleigh getting into the act so, Scotty, if you can punch up a, a, a graphic of that when you can get that we'll uh, yep. definitely want to take a look at that um so looking through your questions here um you know there's a there, there's a good que- there, there is a there is a good question here about a pattern change and yes there is a pattern change coming uh, with any luck we're going to we're going to take a few we're going to get a few days off
1: from this uh, <laughs> but we'll see but we'll see i don't know cuz i posted this yesterday on, on some of my social channels where the climate prediction center was um you know showing a warm up as we go into mm-hmm. February, but if you look at the revised edition today for the 8 to 14 day look, that is no more. Let me show you what it looks like now.
0: Yes, please pull that up because uh, I haven't, I admittedly have been more into a forecast of uh, what's currently. Oh, dear God.
1: So this was all above average warm temperatures, and that has been replaced by another, looks like another blast of cold air. Uh, this is valid February mm. 4th through the 10th. So as we go into next week, you know, there is going to be a brief, brief warm up, uh, but it looks like we're going to have another strong cold front uh, towards the end of next week. And we're going to go back into the uh, I don't know if I don't know if it'll be polar air, but it's going to be definitely uh, below average for, for yeah. you know the first part of, of February. So, yeah, yeah. So- uh, I, I shared it yesterday and everybody's like, oh, finally, we get a break <laughs> you know, warmer weather. And then. The newest update comes out and it's being below average. So, um, and on those winter storm, those were just continuations. I just saw it out of the okay bottom of my eyes. So, we're still good there. So,
0: cool, 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 cool. All right, so. All good there. So again, let's talk timing a little bit, you know, uh, thinking about, let me go back to, actually what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna reconfigure my futurecast so I can show you all of the things that are fit to print. And uh, we will go back and take a look at that. We wanna go through a little bit more timing here um, to, you know, so, so you know, you know, when to look for this stuff. I mean, especially further south, you know, you wanna know, hey, do I need to get everybody up early? Anything like that. And um, I, I definitely wanna be able to give you an idea of what to expect here. Um, over the next little bit. So, again, this is the uh, this kind of the wide view here. Uh, this is tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh, this is, um, you can, and again, we're talking about, we have some, uh, some snow showers uh, in the Midwest here, go, getting into the Northeast, associated with an upper-level trough that'll be moving into the area. Uh, by uh, 4 o'clock, we should have snow beginning in parts of the mountains. Uh, In the mountains of North Carolina with rain going on uh, further east in the lower elevations. Um, As time goes on though, we will see a gradual change over to snow. As we get into eight o'clock, we will still have maybe a mix of rain and snow around Charlotte up to Greensboro, but you can start to see some of that beginning to work in there. Get to midnight. uh, We should have fully transitioned to snow by then. Um, We may fully transition to snow sooner. Again, there's uh, you know, uh, the atmospheric layers are, interesting and upper low weatherman's well as scotty said and that's a, certainly something that's going to be we're going to have an upper low basically barreling right right over us at that uh over yeah. the next uh or so
1: and that has its own own cold air associated with mm-hmm. it too so i mean you get under some of those heavier precip bands and your temperature can drop just like that
0: yeah you can you can you can get uh you can get diabetic cooling to uh, to really like because because again in order to um you know that that convection releases latent heat and 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 all that condensation releases that energy it, and it can cool the column very quickly. So, so certainly something fun. We're going to keep an eye on, you know, James is going to be standing outside again tomorrow night. You know, we plan to be here. Uh, so we'll be, uh, we'll be doing a little of that. And, uh, we get into Saturday morning, early Saturday morning. This is 6am Saturday morning, and it's very likely that we're going to have snow, uh, falling from Charlotte over to Florence, um, into the, uh, into the PD, Manning, uh, Williamsburg counties, uh, King street, uh those areas and into at least northern parts of the Charleston, Tri-County area, possibly as far south as Charleston. Again, the Weather Service forecast for Charleston, I know we have, we know, we, we've had a lot of questions about this. Uh, the Weather Service forecast for Charleston right now is for a, uh, you know, is, is, is a slight chance, 20%. Okay, so modulate your expectations accordingly. We're going to keep an eye on the trends here, but the trends are good. I I will say that we've been, we've seen pretty good run to run consistency with this as the upper low goes overhead. And, and, and again, look how tight those isobars are uh, (laughs) as, as we get into, um, you know, as we, as we get into Saturday morning. That is a, the, the, the high res has it as a 986 millibar low. That is, I mean, that's, that's potent, folks. That's, that, that's going to be, that's going to be quite a storm for the Northeast. Uh, and then during the day on Saturday, we're going to see drier air, pu- much colder, much drier air punching in from the north. And that is going to bring an end to uh, the precipitation in South Carolina. It may take a little bit longer for it to scour out in North Carolina. But by about three or four o'clock, we should be precip free across the Carolinas. So a little time frame there for you guys. And uh, you know, hopefully that'll you know, help you start making your plans. And again, we'll refine this timeline tomorrow night as well. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um and just remember, even when the precipitation passes you, um, most places are gonna be at or below freezing. So um the impacts will still last, you know, early Saturday morning and depending on where you are and how much snow you see, it could last throughout mm-hmm. the day Saturday, uh with temperatures staying right out, or maybe a few areas will get above freezing, but but mm-hmm. not but not by much, so
0: yeah, and I would say that the best chance for accumulating snows and snows sticking around is going to be north of I 20, um, uh, definitely in that neck of the woods, probably at, at, at the most. Uh, north of I 20, you know, I 20 may be too far south of a uh, <laughs> uh, of a location. We'll see, you know, again, we'll see how that turns out, but um, but that's a, a, a good general guide. You know, weather's not following interstates. We just, it just happens to be that the interstate is a good point of reference. So, um great so we'll be,
1: landmarks to use
0: yes uh, very large very large landmarks uh for sure so uh i think uh for folks in you know in, again for folks in you know, southern south carolina you know we've had some concerns about things shutting down that's very unlikely um this is going to be a relatively low if if no disruption winter weather event mostly conversational um Especially the further south you get, and, and 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 again for places like Hilton Head and and Buford, it very likely will be a non-event. But you know, upper lows can do weird things, so we'll see. We'll watch that closely.
1: That's right. I'm looking. I was looking over here at some of our other streams and looking at some mm-hmm. comments. Uh, Pat asking about if it starts to rain, uh, will that not freeze? And, and no, most likely not because the temperature is going to be above freezing. As it starts to rain, that will be able to allow the temperatures to cool, and that's when we'll see that rain transition to snow. Shannon is asking about thunder snow, and there is some talk about that. Um, Especially with these upper-level lows, it kind of creates its own weather in itself. And so um, just looking at some of the the skew t plots from earlier, if you live anywhere between Charlotte to Greensboro, in that western-central Piedmont area, uh, that's where we'll watch that. That looks looks like right now where that band will really get going in that vicinity. Uh, it's really hard to pinpoint where you would see that. It's just kind of one of those those freak things that happens. You know, the, the setup is there, uh, or or the possibility of the setup is there. So we'll have to watch that. There's some some uh, some con, not concern, but some interest in that because uh, I, I do think there's that potential where we could see that band is set up that you could see a little bit more instability there and, and could get an, an isolated thunder roll of thunder or something like that. So uh, we'll watch that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Scotty, thanks for taking a look at that. And, and, you know, we'll see what ha- <laughs> that's going to be a fun, that's a fun little variable to, to, to get to play with there. Uh, i taking a look at some of the instability factors again, you get the deformation band, you can get some elevated convection, out of that and if you can get convection that is going to dramatically improve your chances for thunder snow. i think that yeah i mean we
1: uh i've actually been texting with christian morgan at wfmy and i told him i was like my snow chances don't look as good as yours so um i might be reporting from greensboro tomorrow (laughs) evening and uh you know the, the conditions down up over that way look a little bit better so I'll let you guys know, but may not be in Burke County tomorrow. Maybe in Greensboro and Guilford County to see what's going on there. We're still going to play it by ear and kind of see how things look. But um, I'm interested in that that possibility there in the Piedmont of North Carolina.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's it's it, it will be it will be fascinating for sure. And and again, so much uncertainty with an upper low, with how the, how the pieces are going to face together. The track of the surface low is still very much, you know, in some ways an open question. We're getting better agreement at that. but still very much an open question. But that's going to be more of an issue now for places like Boston and New York and and those areas. It looks like the upper low is going to be delivering much of our weather here. So, oh boy, you know, wintertime. This has been, you know, we were talking about this last night. I mean, this is supposed to be a La Nina winter. This is supposed to be relatively dry, relatively warm all things considered. So this is kind of bucking that climatology just a little bit to get three snows potentially in a month. um, Yeah, and for some, it's this
1: could be the fourth. Yeah. Because some places got snow at the very beginning of the month um, when it hit the mountains and they kind of skipped over portions. But like Greensboro North, they actually got some snow too out of that event, like a couple of inches. So this could be Greensboro's fourth snowfall in in the month of january that's you're averaging one a week i mean when's the last time that's happened
0: i mean i can't remember the last time that we've down we down here in charleston have had two winter weather advisories in a week but yet that is a really that's a distinct possibility i need to go back and dig into that i mean this has just been it's a very a very active storm pattern it's been a very active weather pattern and um and based on what the Climate Prediction Center is now saying today, it looks like <laughs> that that is going to continue for us uh, for the foreseeable future. So, um, you know.
1: we won't talk about it much, but I'm sure for you, if you're watching this, probably you're interested in weather. I know some are tuning in to get information, but some are tuning into weather. Weather Twitter is already having a fit about what could happen next week. So we'll let that go on weather Twitter, but,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> but we'll, we'll continue to watch here. But as Jared said, that, yeah. that, Latest Climate Prediction Center um, forecast uh, does not bode well if you're not liking this wintry type setup. So,
0: yeah, uh, the GFS is being crazy if it's trying to print out ice. That seems insane to me. Uh, we have a comment here: the GFS is being crazy with 1.5 inches of ice in eastern North Carolina. Yeah, that seems uh, that seems insane to me. It's just I, I don't see it.
1: Yeah, it's not really an ICE setup. Does this, this go around, thankfully? No.
0: no. I hope it doesn't become one, but it's very unlikely that it will. Let,
1: let's talk about one other thing. Um, not, I haven't seen any comments, but I've seen some back and forth on, on social media is the um, – the, um, preparations of, of roads and so some areas have already applied the salt brine solution and some areas haven't and one thing about tomorrow is we expect outside of the mountains that there is going to be a period of rain that that falls so if if areas do pretreat roads you know the the concern is some of that could wash off with with the beginning rain so uh, you may not see a lot of counties doing that preparation you know they may Uh, Look at the forecast and and maybe advise not to put that down because the rain would wash it off. So, that's another concern with roadways. You know, they may not be pre treated uh, like they have been in these first couple of storms. So, that's something we'll have to watch as well, Jared. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that that solution normally helps, uh, you know, with at least the initial part of the storm uh, really helps keep the roads clear but eventually the snowfall rates went over but if these roads aren't pre-treated then you know we could see issues at the beginning of the storm
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and uh uh, you know, that's the, the, the transition time is, you know, the transition time is tough. Again, it's not it's not an exact science with that. Uh, we can just um, only do our best and estimate. So uh, what I'm going to do real quick, we've had a new audience join us on the Carolina Weathernet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take myself full for a second and go back through the the advisories uh, that we've got up and go back through the snowfall forecast here a little bit. So uh, we want to get that in front of everybody, make sure everybody is uh, up to date on that. Again, if you're just joining us, um, Jared Smith. Charleston Scotty Powell and Morganton uh, we are uh, we cover both the bases tonight and both the Carolinas as we look at yet another winter weather threat uh, it's just hard to believe it, it, it's just been absolutely I, I, I don't have words for it at this point how busy this has been uh, I I don't I do not remember a winter being this busy in a long time so uh, we will see. Uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on. So we do have some questions about, you know, storm storm totals and, and, and accumulations here, and we're going to get to all of that here right now. Uh, so first off, we have winter storm warnings up in the mountains of North Carolina with winter weather advisories below 3,500 feet. Um, you're generally right now expecting probably the most accumulation up in the uh, up in the mountains. Uh, that snow will begin. You know, relatively early in the day on Friday that maybe by noon or so as an upper level trough moves into the area. So, again, expecting some uh, winter storm conditions there. Uh, we also have a winter storm watch in far northeastern uh, uh, North Carolina as well. So kind of getting kind of like painting the corners today. Uh, with a winter storm watch and that and that's going to take in places like uh, elizabeth city and 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 really along really east of i-95 and north of 40. so it does not include raleigh does not include greensboro right now i would imagine that we're going to see additional winter weather advisories be issued um throughout the area um over the next 24 hours, I, I would expect that the midnight shifts at the Weather Service are probably going to be blanketing the Carolinas with winter weather advisories. So, um, so we'll keep an eye on that and and let you know, you know, exactly how that shakes out. You can, you know, we'll 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 tell you all when when that goes. I'm sure everyone's gonna want to know. Again, I think the most important thing to stress here is that you know that there is going to be there will be some travel impacts, especially in parts of North Carolina, especially further north and into the mountains. There's going to be some travel impacts we are not expecting an ice storm we are not expecting major problems for the south you know into south carolina we may see some accumulating snow i've been mean, using generally north of i-20 is probably the best the most likely place to see accumulating snow um this is not going to be for our charleston charleston folks this is not going to be ravalanche 3.0 uh, with, with ice falling off of the bridge we're not going to be doing any of that so uh, it's important to put this in perspective and, um, and and make sure that, that you' all know kind of that we set expectations properly. And most of forecasting snow in the South is expectation setting more than anything else. So let's go to the forecast. This is the National Weather Service forecast again issued around 6:40 p.m. And again, we're going to see updates to this uh, probably later tonight as additional you know as additional data comes in, we're getting the, we're getting tonight's model suite in right now, getting a look at that and, um, you know, when we'll see what kind of changes it has for us. Um, but uh, but but overall, when we look into uh, when we look into the mountains again, that's where you're most likely to see maybe two to three inches of snow up towards Boone. Uh, one to two inches of snow and a good bit of uh, in, 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 a, in a respectable part of North Carolina, uh, Central North Carolina. You know, we were talking earlier about a potential band of uh, snow setting up there. So that's going to be something that we're going to want to watch. Uh, there as well, where that band sets up and where that band sets up, we certainly could see upwards two to three inches, maybe a little bit more uh, potentially in places like Greensboro, uh, north of Charlotte, Charlotte area, you're probably going to see maybe adjusting to an inch. But, but again, that could be going up as well, seeing some additional forecasts. Based on some additional data, that it's suggesting that that is going to, that's going to head up maybe another the one to two inch range. So uh, we'll keep an eye on you know we'll, we'll obviously want to keep an eye on that as uh, you know as we get these uh, the, all the fine tuning and all the mesoscale models in. Uh, we're now in the range of pretty much all of them at this point, so we can start to make some really you know so we can really get into the details on that. But generally, one to two inches um, stretching from Elizabeth City to uh, northern parts of North Carolina around Roanoke Rapids. Uh, Near I 95, uh, getting as mentioned, getting into Greensboro, getting into uh, uh, that neck of the woods here. Um, Raleigh, folks, looks like one to two inches. Um, as you get into as you get further south of I 95, getting a place like Fayetteville, Wilmington, New Bern, Jacksonville, uh, around a dusting or so, and I'm not expecting that to hang around uh, too terribly long. Um <clears throat> So we will, uh, you know, so, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that again. And there's going to be some modulation in that forecast uh, as we continue to get additional data in. Uh, going over to South Carolina real quick. Again, we're not expecting too terribly much in the way of snowfall here in South Carolina. Well, the, the jackpot area for South Carolina is going to be very close to the Charlotte metro Rock Hill area. Uh, and, and and points uh, very near Spartanburg. Uh, But when you get into western North Carolina or western South Carolina, rather, you get in like the Anderson area, you may see some flurries. Aiken, you might see some flurries. Not expecting much in the way of that. Charleston area might see some flurries. You could see maybe some small accumulations on grassy surfaces in places like Somerville, Ridgeville, Monk's Corner, uh, Jamestown, in uh, northern Berkeley County, Georgetown, Myrtle Beach, uh, Street, Sumter, those places. We may see see a dusting of snow there. Uh, But We're not expecting too many problems here as far as that goes. So we do have some questions that have come in while I've been giving this recap here, Scotty. And uh, um, first, and most importantly, I want to call this out. A thump is a quick two to four inches of snow.
1: I saw that. I saw that comment. So I've I've got some perspective now. So that's. I like it. Sounds good to me. Uh I mean, that, that, that would be a thump to me, a quick two to four inches of snow. That, yeah. that would do it.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that, sounds, that sounds about right. So Sunday afternoon travel. And again, we talked about this. Uh, we talked about the potential for cold. Cold is going to be the issue on Sunday. No precipitation, but we may have some leftover snow on the roads, may have some leftover ice on the roads from you know, previous snowfall. We'll have to watch that and see. But overall, Sunday afternoon, the issue is going to be the cold. Yeah. By, any, by every measure, um, if you're going to be traveling, you want to be packing warm, folks. You know, you're going to be wanting to pack pack warm.
1: Because remember, this is this is a cold front. So behind it, it's gonna it's gonna be a push of arctic air. I mean, it, it's yeah. I think Sunday morning the lows here in the foothills are going to be in the low to mid teens. You're looking like 14, 15 degrees. And then mm-hmm. if you had any snow <laughs> on the ground. That snowpack can bring it down a couple more degrees, so you know that's uh, that, that's pretty cold for Sunday mornings. So <laughs> I would I would expect you know there'll probably be some uh, some church delays or issue or cancellations or something on Sunday morning with, with the cold air and the the snowy icy roads. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see some churches you know maybe cancel their service or move their service back into the afternoon hours to let everything kind of thaw out. So that's that that's a good. That might be a good call for them because uh, Sunday morning is still going to be cold and and relatively slick if if your road didn't get any attention the day before.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I've got 7 a.m. up on the high-res rapid refresh again. This is what the model is thinking here. Um, and, And again, in places like Asheville, 14 degrees franklin 14 degrees brevard a balmy 19 degrees maybe 20 degrees if you're lucky um getting up into places like boone where you're going to be uh even <laughs> this model has got it at seven degrees
1: yeah it's cold <laughs> by Big the way old,
0: nope 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 no. nope
1: by the way, uh, I've seen th- some comments here on our uh, on our page here, and even on Twitter. Winterfest up in Blowing Rock is taking mm-hmm. place this week. Uh, Brad Panovich, friend of our show, is going to be up in Blowing Rock making snow Saturday morning at the big uh, park up there. Uh, so he's going to have some natural snow on the ground. He's going to be making more snow, but up there in the mountains, like Jared just showed you, it's going to be cold and also windy up there. It is just going to it's going to be a true winter wonderland <laughs> in the mountains. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Winterfest. Uh, very well timed this year. It seems like it looks like we it looks like we really nailed that one. It's not going it, to be like
1: seventy four and sunny. Don't hold me to this because I can't remember, but I think there's also a polar plunge into Lake Chitola Ch- 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 Lake Chol. To Ch- Ch- I can't pronounce it now. I had it for I had it before I was going to talk about it, but Lake Chitola Ch- 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 I think is how you pronounce it. There's like a little polar plunge, so that that really should be refreshing Saturday refreshing is one way to put it hypothermic <laughs> well the, the, um, let's be honest the lake may be froze over they may not be able to do that yeah it
0: may not be a plunge it may just be an ice skating rink at that yeah, point i mean yeah, who knows i mean it, we're it's going to be it, it'll be it'll be it'll be pretty fascinating for sure and um you know looking forward to seeing uh you know looking forward to see your reports um you know as we get into friday night into saturday as well so Again, we'll be around and. and
1: oh, know, I got confirmation talk. of that. There is a uh, Lake Chitola, Chitola a Chitola. polar plunge at 10 a.m. So <laughs> good Dear luck Lord. to all those who are doing that. Yeah, have uh, fun looking, with that. Yeah, looking at some of our other streaming services. Um, so, Gretchen's asking, can she put an order in for a couple of inches of Morganton? Uh, we'll see how much snow in Lenore. Uh, so, Lenore Morganton, uh, up to an inch is possible. If that band sets up over you, you could definitely achieve more than that. Um, we'll just have to kind of see where that sets up. Derek is asking this, and we we hinted at this a little bit earlier, uh, Jared. He wants to know if this trend's going to continue into February. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. You may have a brief warm up next week, but you know, signs are pointing to another stout cold front at the end of the week, and that could drop us back into some cold temperatures and. um, a still an active jet stream, so yeah, you that, put that together, and you you know what that means.
0: That ridge in the west looks like it's not giving. Um, you know, it's it's not going to give way here. Uh, that's for sure. Um, uh, shatola, okay. Someone Shetola. told me how
1: to, shatola. Thank yeah. you.
0: Chatola, yes. Appreciate exactly. That. So we'll, we'll put our pronunci- pronunciation guide here. Chitola, <laughs> not Chipotle. All not right,
1: Chipotle. So, Maybe that uh, was on my mind. I don't know.
0: It you means, want a burrito. Uh, I get it. I, I mean, who doesn't? So um, <laughs> we have a question here. Um, uh, could Charlotte overperform with snow totals?
1: Yes. I think you're in a good zone for that. You would be one of the areas that would could have that potential.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree, um, and and again, that's going to be a trend that we watch tomorrow. Some of the micro trends again, you know, when we talk about winter weather forecasting, you know, we we start from a very broad pattern view, down to you know to like basically looking at you know are, are the conditions right right at, at a very very high level. We look at the pattern, we look at you know where, where's the, where where are the the troughs and the ridges up upstairs in the atmosphere, and that's about five to seven days out, and then we start to see. We start to get into okay. Looks like there could be some winter weather. Looks like there could be something going on there. We we not sure what, but it certainly looks like there's going to be some frozen precipitation, and that gets us closer and closer. And when we get about three days out, we can start to nail down the precipitation types. We can start to you know make you know potentially make first call maps. Um, but now we're in the zone where tomorrow we're going to just be looking at the the hour by hour trends to see okay, you know let's let's see you know who who could get a thump. Which has been defined as two to four inches of snow. You know, yeah. Who can get it? So we're we're going to be looking at those trends very closely uh, over the next uh, over the next day, just to see. You know, let's uh, you know to to watch and uh, take a shot, Scotty. Now cast. Um, you know, ultimately oh. that's that's uh, I'm out of
1: sun drop. I'm going to have to go out, get some more out of sun drop. Okay, <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll we'll fix that. But um, but certainly you know it, it, all that to say that. That you know you you gotta we can we can make some pretty good judgments as far as you know the the general conditions there when we get into the the nitty gritty details of how much you're gonna see in your backyard that gets a lot trickier so yep.
1: Mary's yeah Mary's asking, is Hickory closer to one of the bigger bands Hickory would be in that area in that vicinity that could see a bigger band, so we'll have to to watch that area. Mm-hmm. Share yeah. the risk of saying bartender, another shot, please. Yeah, I need yeah, some yeah. more. We need some. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: we'll, we'll get him some more sun drop before this is over. Uh, Michael McGuire on YouTube is asking, uh, tuning in, what's the latest for I-77 corridor north and east of Charlotte? And I'll go back to real quick. Let me just uh, let me get my uh, let me get this configured here. Whoops. And I accidentally turned it off. Uh, give me just a second, folks. I am reconfiguring the map here and I will and I will show you uh let's 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 take a look and i'll take myself full here so this is national weather service forecast again as of 6:40 p.m and um looking in behind me you can see Generally speaking, uh, north of uh, generally north, let's see. Let me make sure I got that. I seventy seven corridor north and east of Charlotte. About one to two, maybe two to three inches. Again, we've been talking about the potential for a band of snow to set up here, that could potentially produce even higher totals locally. Uh, But generally speaking, about one to three inches is is the rule. Higher as you get further north. Uh, Greensboro looks like it could get some decent uh, some decent snows there as well. Uh, One to two, one to two inches in places like Salisbury. Albemarle, Asheboro, Sanford, Greensboro, Raleigh. Um, so it could, could be, you know, it, it, we're certainly looking at the potential for uh, for some fun, quite frankly, and, and but also some tough travel in that neck of the woods.
1: Yeah, and um, SD4451013 is asking about Winston-Salem, Clemens, Louisville, Forsyth County. What Jared just said applies to you too. That's, uh, that's right in line with what could happen mm-hmm. there, so...
0: Yeah, Steve Green is uh, saying hello from Snow Camp um, on Facebook, and is and uh, which, which actually uh, got got to retake the name Snow Camp. It was Ice Camp, it was Sleet Camp, and now it's Snow Camp once again. Um, Scotty, I, I think you may be a little bit uh, you may be a little bit more uh, qualified to answer this question. Comparisons to the
1: 2000 winter storm? I have no idea. I was 10 years old. I don't know. All right. Okay. So maybe um, not. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to do some. I'll have to look into that. Um, we'll we'll look into that. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Ask that question again. We'll we'll figure we'll figure it out. i we'll, we'll, uh, Yeah, I know we're... NC State has a good snowfall thing. So let me Google mm-hmm. that for a little bit.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get back to you on that one. That's for sure. Uh, definitely. Uh, and uh, in 2000, I was um not focused on that sort of thing uh so i was just i was a hopefully no comparison to 2000 <laughs> I, I don't yeah yeah uh, holly i definitely don't think that you're gonna see 15 inches of snow again uh even the snow plows overturned no power you no know, i don't think we're gonna i don't think we're gonna see that no um no. yeah yeah uh, uh, I, I wanna go back to this though as far as the expectation setting. Forecasting wraparound snow with trailing upper level low reminds me of a Tom Cruise movie, Risky Business. Everything in that is true, except he's wearing more than a dress shirt and underwear because it's cold. Um Okay. It it's it it's it's very, very true.
1: I've got the uh the twenty two thousand storm pulled up here, so yeah, those are some pretty. I'll just screen share this again yeah. for those who are watching. This is not a forecast. This is what's happened before.
0: Th- this we've had some people asking us. Yeah, so here's your
1: Here's your band of eight. Look at that, twenty four inches around the Raleigh area. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I saw this map. Yeah, now 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 I remember. Yeah, I saw yeah. this map. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. No,
1: we're not gonna have anything close to this. But uh, the,
0: the moisture is leaving yeah as the most uh, we don't have the we're not going to have the the pump of moisture that we would need to yield
1: that that would have been one heck of a snowstorm though i know why i don't remember it now because i live here we didn't get anything <laughs> I yeah. Re- yeah yeah that that's uh no you don't have to worry about that we're good <laughs> no twenty two thousand repeat
0: yeah i think i think we're very much uh i, I think we're very much in the uh you know, <laughs> that we're not there. The, the setup is not, we don't not have,
1: this, yeah, not this go around
0: wraparound moisture is, I mean, wrap around moisture, cold chasing moisture, all of those things, generally a recipe for disappointment. If you think that it's going to be a big thumb. To Jared, d-
1: Jared, this is interesting. I'm just reading here. This kind of answers a question we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Uh, winter storms impacted North Carolina on January 18th, 20, 2000, January 23rd, 2000, January 25th, 2000, and January 30th, 2000. So there has been a pretty active period. You just have to go back 22 years. Maybe this is a once in every 25 year setup that we're seeing.
0: I mean, it's not unprecedented.
1: Because if you, uh, I'm doing math here, y'all. So this is a live show which reminds me of an event that my grandparents told me about where it snowed every Wednesday in the month of February or March. And I think that was in the 70s. So 70s and then 2000s, you're looking at every 25 to 30 year, maybe maybe that's, you know, analogs. You know, that's what we look at. And you kind of, you kind of connect the dots. You know, this could be a once in every 25 year setup. You know, I don't know.
0: You may have uh, you may have provoked some um, UNC Asheville students or some NC State meteorology students yeah. to start doing some research. Yeah, that's uh, always a always a fun thing to do. So, um, uh, so let's um, you know, we got a couple more questions here. It's about nine fifty three. We're going to go ahead and close this out in about five or so minutes here. Uh, but um, I, I want I do want to address some questions coming up in comments of something on the GFS. On February fifth. I uh, I don't know.
1: I've seen Uh, I've seen pictures floating around, but you can't go off deterministic runs. No Um, You know, let let's talk about that for just a second, Jared. Yeah,
0: that's a great thing to talk
1: about. What's being shared is is deterministic. It is a snapshot of an entire model run. Jared, forget it's what, two hundred and forty hours? I know some go out even further than that, but way the What is that like? What is it like a 12, 13 day span? I can't remember the exacts. Yeah. Um,
0: It's the, 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 the GFS goes at 384 models. Yeah.
1: Hours. So, you know, that's a, I don't know, two weeks or so. Yeah. So you're just looking at snapshots. So a deterministic model is a snapshot of one run and the GFS has, how was it? 30 some solutions. Um, close to. Yeah. Twenty some, I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but uh, what we look at is ensembles, and and so you know ensembles is all of those model runs, and you can tweak the variables, and and it kind of gives you a more clear idea of what could or couldn't happen. So uh, I've got the ensembles pulled up from the GFS for next week, and I am just looking at them, and I'm not going to share them because that would be irresponsible. But there's only there's only three or four that are showing an event on uh, February the fifth. Uh, I'm looking at uh, four four ensembles of the thirty on the GFS are showing an event. So yeah, sometimes that four divided yeah. by four divided by thirty is what less than five percent, ten percent chance. So
0: I'll also tell you that you know that operational run has been varying from because I've got the eighteen Z up on my other screen here. Nothing. Yeah. Thirteen percent chance is what it would be right now. So there you Nothing. go. Nothing. I would uh, I, I would take anything beyond seven days with a deterministic model in particular, and that may be and that's being generous. Mm-hmm. Really take that with a grain of salt, especially with winter weather. Um, ensembles are your friend.
1: Yep. And and to and to compare that to tomorrow's event, every ensemble in the GFS is showing some snowfall in our area and that 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 verifies with what we're forecasting so you mm-hmm. know um every way you can tweak the gfs is still giving you various amounts but it's still showing you hey there's gonna be some snowfall so uh, you that's why you gotta be you gotta be careful what you watch on social media because there's a lot of clickbait out there a lot of folks like to throw up those scary looking uh screen grabs that gets thousands of shares and retweets and then two days or the next run, honestly, it's gone, but they don't share that. They just share the the sexy one and they don't share the other ones that show absolutely nothing. So be mindful of that. Just know, know where you're getting your information from.
0: Did you see the, did you see the posts on the meteorologist page on Facebook that was like death cold or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, But they got, <laughs> but those, they, they get like thousands and thousands of retweets and sure. That's what they're wanting it for is for their numbers to go yeah. up when, you know, when all reality, that's just yeah. not going to happen. You know, so.
0: that, that is, uh, it's, it's a problem. Um, it's, uh, one we have learned to live with, and it is one that we are getting better at countering, which is helpful, but, uh, certainly, um, certainly something we want to, uh, you know, we want people to be aware of and to keep that in mind. And again, if you have any doubts about what, what's in a forecast, I mean, even even your your phone apps, a lot of times those automated phone apps, guess what they use, deterministic runs.
1: hmm.
0: Yep. And 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 the deterministic runs, um, you know, they windshield wipe a lot. We saw this in our last event, you know, just this past weekend. Um, went from snow to nothing, to rain, to ice pellets, to freezing rain, back to ice pellets, back to freezing rain. This is where the human element, uh, I've said this a lot, but I'm going to keep saying it. The human element in meteorology is still tremendously important. Just because we can, identify those trends. We have the, you know, we, we can parse those ensembles in a way that we're just not ready to do yet in an automated fashion. So something to keep in mind, you know, listen, you know, uh, uh, people, national weather service, forecasts, local news, us, us, for that matter. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, and 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 we will be very, you know, we will be very, uh, you know, watching this very closely uh, over the next couple of days. And, um, and, you know, as we close out, Scotty, I want to remind everybody about how they can find us. And you can find yeah. us in a lot of spots.
1: You can. And to kind of piggyback off of that, we're going to we're going to plan a show sometime this year uh, to talk about the difference between deterministic and ensembles. And we do a regularly Wednesday night show, nine o'clock Eastern. Uh, so make sure you tune in for those. Some are interviews with some meteorologists, some get more into the science of things. Uh, it's a big mix of everything. And so that's something that we're going to approach this year. We're going to try to do a series of shows on modeling and how to better understand it. So when these situations come up, you can refer back to that and say, "Oh, well, here's what that means, or here's what this means." So, yep. uh, but yeah, you can follow us uh, on social media at Carolina WX Group on Twitter. That's probably where we're most active. Uh, a lot of us have access to that Twitter account on our panel, so we'll we'll look at that, shoot out retweets and tweets. Uh, also on Facebook and Jared, you. I uh, have been watching our YouTube page and it is really growing as well. So how can folks join us on YouTube?
0: Absolutely. I mean, some of you are watching us on YouTube right now via just the direct event or some of us, some of you are watching us by the Carolina weather net, which is a 24 hour uh, YouTube uh, live that goes, it shows the best of the Carolina weather group, but also will replay coverage such as this, this is going to replay on there. Uh, so that's going to be exceptionally meta for those of you who are watching on the Carolina weather net, unless we edit this out. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh but we're there uh again youtube.com slash carolina you know, just search carolina weather group on youtube please if you're watching us in youtube right now hit that like hit that subscribe share it out to your friends uh who may be interested, and in, you know, in, in Carolina weather, want to know what's going on? We're going to be doing, as Scotty mentioned, we're going to be here again tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be here doing live coverage of uh, win- expected winter weather uh, in North Carolina, and we'll do a little of that. Take a shot now, casting, um, and um, <laughs> and uh, you, you kind of keep you all up to date as to what's going on, and then um, you know, and, and whatever forecast updates need to happen. Again, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, uh, we'll be around.
1: So uh. before before we close, Jared, I know you're a baseball fan. I'm not sure if you saw this tonight. All right, uh, but Mike Trout. Yes. Did you see the tweet? Yes. So we're even getting sports figures in on the weather, weather mobile. So Mike yeah. Trout uh, asking for that low pressure <laughs> to just get a little <laughs> bit closer to the northeast, so he can really uh, he can really get some snow up there in the area. So yeah. I thought that was fun. If uh, you did, thing to watch.
0: Yeah, if you didn't know, Mike Trout is a huge weather geek huge weather geek. Uh, For those of you baseball fans out there, Mike Trout is a tremendous baseball player, but a huge weather geek, and that makes him infinitely cooler. So... Maybe we it. try to get him on the show one day.
1: Yeah, you know, our buddy Cantori, he and Cantori have been talking. They may be even up there together. So let's see if we can get Cantori and, and Trout on together. I mean, why not? Let's yeah. shoot for the fence. Cantori's right?
0: probably just trying to convince him to join the Yankees. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, with all that being said, we're at 10 o'clock. We're going to go ahead and close this out uh, for this evening's edition of Let's Talk Carolina Weather. That was Scotty Powell up in Morganton. I'm Jared in Charleston. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with uh, additional coverage of uh – another round of snow in the Carolinas. So uh, I think that's just, we're going to have to call it another round of snow in the Carolinas on the Carolina weather group. So I think that's what it's just going to end up having to be folks. So uh, thank you for coming along with, uh, for the ride with us. Thank you for, you know, for watching and sharing and liking. And, and most importantly, thank you for trusting us with your weather information. Oh, we'll try to do right by you at, at all times. So with all that being said, I hope you all have a wonderful night and we will see you tomorrow.